Hey everybody, welcome. This is Brandon Allen, the host and the creator of the New Work Revolution podcast. Wanted to give a little context for the interview that you're about to hear with Tom Poland from Leadsology. Tom and I, we get together, you know, every six to eight weeks, uh, what we've been doing here over the last little bit. It's hard for us to connect, being that I'm here in Salt Lake City, Utah. He's in Australia. And so we had a little bit of time set aside, and I wanted to make sure we did an interview because his content is so powerful. If you're someone who has a program of any kind, a health program, weight loss program, coaching program, consulting program, you name it, any kind of program, Leadsology is a great resource and a tool for you to get inbound leads consistently flowing and converting into your programs. If you fall into that category, I want you to pay special attention to this. Even if you don't, you'll learn a lot from what we talk about. And make sure you go to leadsology.guru and check out what Tom's got going on there. Go to Amazon, check out his book. It's really good. I've recommended it to several clients already. So without further ado, check out the interview. Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is your host, Brandon Allen, and I'm really excited about uh, our guest today. So I have Tom Poland who is the author of Leadsology, The Science of Being in Demand. I was introduced to Tom through a mutual friend. I read the book Leadsology. As someone who does programs and sells programs, I got a ton of value from going through Tom's book, understanding his approach to Leadsology, and he has agreed to be interviewed for the show so he can share what he has done for over 2,000 business owners across 193 different industries and four continents, and why he's been able to help those business owners add millions to their earnings through his processes. So, Tom, thank you for uh, being with us today. Thanks, Brandon. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So, talk to me about the genesis of Leadsology. How did this whole thing come about for you? Yeah, great question. Um, look, it came about, it was worn out of a lot of frustration and disappointment because I'd you know, always been keen on marketing and, uh, you know, I'd, I started a business back in 1995 and it evolved into another business in 2008. And especially since 2008 with the advent of the internet, I must have spent literally tens of thousands of dollars and traveled literally around the world and just sat at the feet of the masters and bought all the courses and come back and implemented. But time and time and time again, I found that it was like, Kind of like water running between your fingers. You know, you, you scoop down into a beautiful pool and you pick up this water with you. But by the time you get it to your mouth, it's all gone. In other words, nothing really freaking will work. And I started to get pretty annoyed about that because I was spending a lot of time, a lot of money. And my experience is a lot of people relate to that story. A lot of people say, yeah, I've done that. You know, I did these courses. I did these workshops. I bought this thing. It all sounded good. Did the thing. Put it in place. Nothing changed. So... It, it became apparent to me that leads, that, that generating leads was actually something of a science. There was quite a lot of different moving parts to it. And what I discovered is that the quick, the easy, the simple stuff that was on offer 
pretty much uh, you know ubiquitous all around the place didn't actually freaking all work. So I sat down and had a look at at that stage some you know thirty plus years of of marketing and sales experience and tried to build a model from with a, with a blank whiteboard so to speak build it from the ground up based on what I knew that actually worked and where were the gaps and I filled those gaps in and leadsology is the result of that the science of being in demand so you have psychology. Uh, which is the the scientific study of the mind. You have things like biology, the study of living species. Leadology is the study of how do you get yourself in demand. And there were essentially there's ten ten moving parts to this. Uh, but the the big thing around leadology is let's get the leads coming in. Other than very sick individuals, no one wants to go out cold calling, telemarketing. I mean, why would you want to send out ten thousand direct mail? pieces in the mail and you know that'll going to cost you like five thousand dollars what leadology does is it, it identifies and motivates those individuals who would be interested in your service or your ideas and has them approaching you so great i love that and look i've got a lot of people that i work with that listen to this podcast who have health programs nutrition programs you name it. And I know one of the number one frustrations is lead generation. So Tom, in your professional opinion, what's the number one thing that people get wrong when they try to build a, a lead flow and start to try to drive traffic to their programs? Yeah. Well, I'm, I might, I might be greedy and have two, if that's all right. Oh yeah, that's um, perfect. Yeah. The number one thing is they, they haven't actually done the strategic stuff before they do the tactical stuff. So the strategic stuff, the big strategic question is, what does my ideal client need to see or hear in order for them, in order for that message to get cut through in order to motivate them to want to know more? So that's the big thing. And so most people, when they develop what might be known as a unique sales proposition or an elevator pitch, I call it a marketing message, most people describe their product or service. And people, frankly, aren't very interested in the product or service. And a lot of people have already heard this, and it's, it's not like something I invented, but, but really what we have to do is we have to describe the benefit of the service that we're offering. And I'll give you a quick example. A client of mine, Max, who develops point-of-sale software for quick service restaurants, QSRs, they call them, McDonald's, uh, Burger King, and so on. Prior to working on his marketing message, if an ideal client had said to Max, what do you do for a living, or they'd gone to the website, or he'd handed out his business card, or he'd gone to a LinkedIn profile, it would have said something like, we create point-of-sale software for quick service restaurants. And that's what he did. But when we working on his marketing message, he said, we increase the sales in quick service restaurants by 25% within 90 days. Bang. And if you're an ideal client, so you own some McDonald's outlets or some whatever, Subways or Wendy's or whatever, and you hear that or you see that, it's not so big that it's unbelievable, but it's so specific in the benefit that instinctively, before people literally consciously think, they go, well, how do you do that? Or, oh, well, let me find more about that. So that's, that's the number one thing that people get wrong is their marketing message is a description of their product or it's a description of their service. It does not contain specifics normally, and it is not benefit-rich, and it is certainly not differentiated. So when you have a message that sounds or looks the same as all your competitors, it's kind of like you've got, you're one of a thousand books on a bookshelf and the cover looks the same as everyone else's. So there's no reason for people to pick you because it looks exactly the same, even if the content is great. So that's the first thing. Second thing, the second big problem mistake that most people make is what I call random acts of marketing. 
so they have this what I call roller coaster revenue it goes up and it goes down because they don't have systemized inbound lead generation systems in place. And so they go out to, they think, oh my goodness, I need new clients. I'll go to a networking meeting or I'll send out all these bullet box flyers or uh, gee, I mean, if I can run a webinar or something. And it's just random and it's all over the place. It runs about as smoothly as a pig on stilts. So what, what we want to do is we want to have some predictable systems that run either automatically or semi-automatically in place. So the leads flow in regularly, if, if not monthly, then, then our goal is always weekly. So that two big mistakes, lack of an effective marketing message, doesn't get cut through, doesn't motivate people to make an inquiry. And second one is random acts of marketing instead of having something more predictable and systemized. Love it. Love it. So when people are looking at, at the, their own lead generation and really creating this system, uh, what's the, I guess for, for people who are listening here, you know, they, they go through, they understand the message, things like that. What, what are some things that they can do to, to really deliver that message? Or how do they, how do they get that yeah. out to the people Great that question. want to see it? Great question. Look, there's, uh, the answer is, is to get the message out there, what we need to do is develop multiple, I call them EMAs, educational marketing assets. Other people might call it content marketing. And uh, let me give you a metaphor just to describe what I'm talking about first of all. If in this metaphor, uh, our clients are actually bears, like the grizzly bears, and they're sitting in a forest, and they're all asleep, and some of those bears uh, are hungry for honey, and some of them are satisfied, then what most people do is the random acts of marketing, networking meetings, sending out 5,000 flyers, cold calling, telemarketing, and so on, is they run into that forest with a pot of honey in one hand and a sharp stick in the other, and they jab all the bears and wake them up, wave the honey under their nose, and some of the bears aren't hungry. They just get cranky and take a swipe at you, and it's like, trying to sell to someone who doesn't want to be sold. And some of the other bears actually wake up and then they eat the honey. But what we want to do with Leadsology is we just want to put the honey pot outside the forest. The hungry bears wake up and come out. So that's the metaphor. What does the honey pot stand for in, in that metaphor? It stands for content-rich, valuable uh, information, which people can actually, at least at, at, at every single honey pot, every single item of content marketing has to have something that people can actually go back and implement and get benefit from. It can't just be a tease. We can't just have them smell the honey or look at the honey. We actually have to give them something that freaking well works. So, so that's, that's, that's kind of like the big picture. Drawing down more specifically, we've got to divide our audiences into three segments. First of all, there's the seekers. They're the people that wake up in the morning thinking, I've got a problem, and you actually can solve that problem with your service. And for them, they just need a landing page with a link to join your program or a link to make an inquiry or a link to book a consult and some good reasons why. That's a pretty simple landing page. If people want an example of that, they can go to Leadsology. That's L-E-A-D-S-O-L-O-G-Y dot guru forward slash program, and they'll see a good example of a landing page. That's all you need for the seekers because they're hot. They're ready to buy, and they've been warmed up. Big, and that's, but that's only 3% of the audience. When you run a webinar or you sell a book, it's only 3% of the people that consume that particular honeypot are, are going to actually be motivated enough to go, I'm joining the program or I'm booking a consult with you. 12% uh, of the audience are what I call explorers. And for these people, you need multiple educational marketing assets because they are slower to make decisions and they've probably been like me. They've bought courses and done workshops and got nothing out of it. So they're going to take a little while longer to build up what I call the the, the trust, like, and help factor. 
TLH, so trust, like, and help. Do I trust this person? Do I like this person because I'm entering into a working relationship with them? And do I believe they can help me? So some of those assets for our explorers are going to include seminars, uh, breakfast meetings, webinars, a uh, mini course, and on like a five-day mini course, uh, a diagnostic. So explorers are happy to invest some skin in the game. They're happy to spend some time and sometimes even a little bit of money, you know, uh, maybe 49 bucks or $19 or something, because they want to validate that you're a good service provider. You're going to actually be able to help them. But they're not going to do it by attending one webinar or reading one book or doing one five-day course. Their need is to explore, to validate what, what we're talking about here is trust, like, and help. So if you've only got one educational marketing asset, one thing like a book or a webinar or something, then you're going to capture the seekers, but you're going to lose the explorers because their need for exploration to validate your service has not yet been satisfied, and they'll go and explore somewhere else. Last category are what I call the wanderers, and that's 85% of your audience that come to a webinar, read a book, come to a breakfast meeting or whatever. It's a little it's a little lower for actual physical meetings, but nevertheless, the principle is still the same. They're not yet at a level of heightened awareness of needing what you've got. So they need to be warmed up, and they need to be warmed up with honeypots or educational marketing assets that are simple, easy, and quick, like a one-page model. Again, if people go to leadsology.guru, the homepage, they'll see a little window pops up. They can download my one-page model. That's a perfect example of what uh, the wanderers like. They want to wander around from one asset to the other. A quick survey is a great asset for wanderers. The one-page model, uh, a checklist, a close Facebook group. Hmm. I love it. I love it. If you think about this too, Tom, this is this is the whole strategy piece that you talked about. It's, it's not, you know, and I think a lot of times when people approach leads, they, they, they go for that one off, you know, they're hoping to hit a home run with every single person. And most people aren't ready for that. And they don't have the sequence and the next step of how they bring that person along to really make a purchase decision. I love that. If, if, if you do anything, uh, on this particular show, Go back and look at how you bring people along through that process. And I promise you that if you do the things that Tom is talking about, you'll have a lot more success get, getting people engaged, keeping people engaged, and getting them to that buying process. So, uh, Tom, I know your time is short and you have to, uh, uh, to run to some other things here. But while I've still got you, any other things that you feel like are just absolutely critical uh, that you want my listeners to know here in the last two, three minutes that we have? Well, we've, we've, we've talked about segmenting the marketplace and creating multiple educational marketing assets. Uh, so we cater for all, all three categories. Uh, we've talked about a couple of the mistakes that people make. So I would think the best thing that people could start with is to uh, create a proprietary name for their service. So I've created this word called Leadsology. Register that as a trademark in whatever country you're doing your marketing in because as long as you have a generic name like I'm a business coach or I have a, a, a marketing program or a generic term like that, then you're in a sea of probably a thousand competitors. But as soon as you come up with a proprietary registered name, bingo, you're the only game in town. That's probably the, the first next step tip I'd like to give people. Other than that, please go to leadology.guru uh, forward slash free hyphen stuff and just download to your heart's content. Thanks, Brandon. Absolutely. Check it out, guys. And look, go to Amazon and get Leadsology. 
I promise you it will be worth the investment. And if you have a program and you're not getting leads and selling your program at the level that you would, would hope to do, hiring Tom to me is a must. So check that out. Go to leadsology.guru forward slash get the free stuff. Check all that stuff out. Get the book. Uh, I promise you it will be worth it. So Tom, I want to thank you all the way from Australia for taking some time today and uh, just sprinkling a little bit of value, uh, really a lot of value for our listeners today. This was awesome. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.